devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Well, thank you for joining us today. Our passage for today is going to be Psalm 72. I'm going to read the first 15 verses. Give the king your justice, O God, and your righteousness to the royal son. May he judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. Let the mountains beat prosperity for the people and the hills in righteousness. May he defend the cause of the poor of the people, give deliverance to the children of the needy, and crush the oppressor. May they fear you while the sun endures, and as long as the moon throughout all generations. May he be like rain that falls on the mown grass, like showers that water the earth. In his day may the righteous flourish and peace abound till the moon be no more. May he have dominion from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. May desert tribes bow down before him and his enemies lick the dust. May the kings of Tarshish and of the coastlands render him tribute. May the kings of Sheba and Seba bring gifts. May all kings fall down before him, all nations serve him, for he delivers the needy when he calls, the poor and him who has no helper. He has pity on the weak and the needy and saves the lives of the needy. From oppression and violence he redeems their life, and precious is their blood in his sight. Long may he live, may gold of Sheba be given to him. May prayer be made for him continually and blessings invoked for him all the day. I want to begin with a reminder that the book of Psalms is the songbook, or the hymn book, if you will, of ancient Israel. These were the songs that they sang at various times and in various situations as part of worship. I'm always drawn to compare their songbook to ours, especially as someone who has you know, great interest in what songs our church sings. Psalm 72 is a royal psalm, which means that it's a prayer to God about the king and his rule. Psalm 72 specifically is a prayer that David's heirs, beginning with Solomon, will be successful in their rule and that they will rule God's people well. This was a part of worship. Our songs tend to sort of all be in the same vein, namely, God, you're great, which is true and helpful. But here we have, presumably as a part of worship, a song about the king. This was directly connected to the people's experience and they brought it into worship with them. You know, we have a hymn that includes the line, we sing the goodness of the Lord that filled the earth with food. And it always just strikes me as strange. I'm not sure why. I think maybe because we don't sing about God giving us food in worship very much. But why not? It's connecting our worship to our everyday experience, rather than leaving our language of worship so high and lofty that we might be tempted to divorce it from our everyday experience. We should be praising God in spirit and in truth every time we sit down to have a tasty meal. And I think it wouldn't hurt us to include more prayers for our leaders as part of our regular worship, both personally and corporately. Now, we may be tempted to say, sure, but this prayer was about David and Solomon, and these were good kings. But of course, Israel still had Psalm 72 when Solomon's son Rehoboam was king in Abijam, in Jeroham. We are still called to pray for our leaders, even when they don't follow the Lord, just like these kings did not. And I think that we're supposed to pray for our rulers and our leaders for two reasons, at least two reasons. One, no leader is in power except that God wanted them there. Romans 13, verses 1 and 2 says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. 
Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. God has a purpose for every leader who comes into power, and it might just be that justice will be done through them, whether by their will or against it. The way we join God and his work through these leaders is to pray for them and to submit to them. And two, because God cares about justice. Notice the language of justice and righteousness and peace throughout Psalm 72. The king looking after the poor and the needy. To the extent that the king behaves in these ways and brings about these ends, to that extent they emulate God in his work. Psalm 72 is praying for peace and justice and righteousness now, but it is certainly true that this psalm is pointing to the ultimate heir of David, King Jesus, who is and will bring, who is bringing and will bring about these ends to perfection. But that does not mean that God is ignoring justice until then. No, while Christian witness is certainly more than social justice in the world, much, much more, it is certainly not less. Our gospel lifestyle must include a concern for the things that God is concerned about, looking after those who are neglected by the world. So pray for your mayor, for your governor, for your president, that maybe God will get a hold of their life, that he would use them to bring about justice and righteousness and peace, but remembering always that these things will only be ultimately found in King Jesus, and may his reign be forever. So God, we want to right now pray for our leaders. We pray for the president. We pray for our governor. We pray for our senators and our congressmen and women. And we pray that you would rule through them to bring about justice and peace in our country, in our communities, in our circumstances. God, we know that you care about the poor. You care about the widows and the orphans. Lord, help us to care about them like you do and help our leaders to care about them like you do to bring about justice and goodness, God. But mostly we pray that justice and righteousness and peace will flow through the gospel, through King Jesus, into the lives of the people around us and help us to live lives that emulate these things that you care about. We will give you all the glory for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.